just returned from Minnesota uh, last night. I know these have been a hard past few days, um, and there's hard days ahead. And people are going to be in a lot of different places right now, emotionally, spiritually. However, it's good to be together. It's good to pray together, and that prayer has power. For those of you who don't know what's going on, we lost a student on early Friday morning in an accident. Prayer has power. That's why we're here. It's important to pray together, to be together, and to bring our prayers to our Lord. I want to say this before I go any further. If you need to talk to someone, or if you know someone who needs to talk to someone for any reason, people are here for you. Okay, priests, ministers, counselors, faculty, staff, um, we're all in this with you. And so please don't suffer in isolation. And also there's no playbook for this stuff. It's important to be wherever you are right now. Might be hurt, might be confused, might be numb, might be angry. To be wherever you are and do what you need to do. God will meet us first in our realities and then he'll take us through those realities to what he has for us. For those of you who maybe this tragedy hasn't touched in quite as deep a way, please pray. Take up your role as intercessors. St. Paul says in Galatians 6.2, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. So pray. Bring your prayers. Pray for those who have been hurt. Pray for the families, everybody involved. Pray for the friends who mourn the loss of Dear people, we have to pray. And I know the families, I've been in contact with, with them and uh, they very much appreciate the prayers that are being offered. So, today we celebrate the great solemnity of Jesus Christ, the King of the universe. Now that feast has a lot to say to us right now in the midst of grief and loss. We acknowledge the sovereignty of God above everything else in the world, above everything. We acknowledge the sovereignty of God who has the power to make all things work for the good of those who love him, says St. Paul in Romans. All things. Now that might seem like a bold, even foolish claim to make in a time like this, but the power of God to have light shine from darkness is limitless. And his power to take up even what is objectively tragic and heartbreaking knows no limit. And he can work the greater good. How is that possible? Because Jesus Christ is our king. And he's a king unlike any other king. See, the king that we serve the one we bend our knee toward, doesn't hide behind palace walls, keeping safe from risk and suffering. But rather, we have a God who reigns like this. And here is our king. And this is probably a good crucifix for people to pray with who are hurting right now. This is our king. He ascends his throne, which is the cross. He's crowned with thorns. And this is how he saves the world. This is his power to change all things, 
to make all things new, to truly be the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the one who is and who was and who will come. This is our King. And from his throne, he unleashes power that changes everything. That's the king we serve. Not someone who hides behind title or even armies, but someone who loves with a deeper love and a stronger love. Someone who knows the brokenness that we face and is unafraid to enter into it. In fact, someone who goes deeper than any brokenness, than any loss, than any hurt that could ever be experienced in this life? Does he take away all those things? No. And that's the mystery of this earthly existence. But he does transform every one of those things, every hurt, every brokenness, every loss, every tragedy, even our sinfulness. He opens a way by reigning from the cross that changes everything. And it's at times like these that we need to know that truth, that we anchor into that truth, that we build our spiritual houses upon that truth. It's the truth that he came to testify to it's the reason he came, that his love is stronger, that his presence changes everything. He gives us a place to go with our suffering because everyone will suffer. Everyone has suffered. Some of you are suffering deeply right now. Everyone in here will suffer deeply at some point in their lives. We need to know the truth about where to go with our suffering because our secular culture has no good answer for that. All it can do is tell us to numb it. There's a reason we have so many people who die from opioids. They literally don't know what to do with their pain. And there is opioids of a physical nature and a spiritual nature all throughout this culture. Or it'll tell us just to harden into our hurt. And then we become bitter and brittle. And we break and we can't love anymore. Christ opens a different path. He offers us a different way. He says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy burdened. And I will give you rest. Come to me, he says, to those of you who are hurting. That's for you. Jesus says, come to me with the pain, with the confusion, with the sorrow. Come to me. Because his heart is wide open to us. His heart is pierced from the place that he reigns from, from his throne, the cross. His heart is pierced. His heart is opened. That piercing has never closed. Our resurrected Lord has a pierced heart. 
His heart has never closed to the suffering of us, his people. It's always open as a font of mercy and healing and hope. It's always open. We don't have a king who hides. We don't have a king who's distant. We have a king who's like us in all things but sin, who sympathizes with our weakness. And then as Hebrews says, let us confidently approach the throne of grace to receive mercy and help in time of need. We confidently approach our Lord tonight. And we do so with our personal hurt and we do so on behalf of those who are hurting. We bring our sad, hurting, broken hearts to him, to his heart, which is always open to us. And there we find the courage to go forward because there we find the love that overcomes even death. There we find the love that can take the absolute worst things that can happen in this world and work them for the greatest good. We serve a good king and he never stops serving us.